The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for some football talk? This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome, welcome to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, man, we got our special guest here today, uh, uh, Coach Al Bubba Gross is uh, joining us today, and uh, he's going to hang out the whole show. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great, BK. Just glad to be back on the show with you, t- talking about football like we always do, and uh, we're going to have a great time. Yeah, you know, we had some fans, uh, some fans been hitting, hitting me up on Twitter and Facebook talking about they, uh, they show sure miss us as a, as a tandem, boy, cause we could tag team the best of them, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we got that, that 209 connection and it's just, uh, you know, it's always beautiful working with you. Yeah, same here, man. You know, we got so much football to talk about, man. I want to get, get you, uh, get caught up to speed, man. We got, we got a lot of, uh, scores and highlights I want to talk about on segment two, but right now I just want to cover, uh, some of some major injuries occurring to some, some, uh, contending ball clubs that are coming into, uh, the playoff bound, uh, uh, latter part of the season. And you have, uh, Jay Cutler is, uh, is going to have thumb surgery on his thumb and, uh, and, uh, they are going to a backup plan and, you know, this may sideline him for a while, and uh, whether the you know this offensive with the with the Bears as anemic as it is, uh, you you know, do you think they're gonna be able to sustain uh, drives and keep the ball moving without a color? I mean, let me, before we can talk about that, we need to find out who in the heck is his backup. Is it Antoine Casey? Yeah. You know, DK, this is a two, two quarterback league and we saw, uh, Philadelphia have Michael Vick go out and Vince Young stepped in and we saw Kevin Cobb go out and we had, uh, Mr. Skelton come in and, and, and if you don't have a quarterback in the National Football League or a capable backup when the, when the quarter, when the main quarterback goes down, you got problems. 
Man, you talking about a hitch in your get up, boy. <laughs> that show can, that can show put a, put a hitch in your get up. But, uh, Antoine Kaysen, I don't know much about this kid and, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, uh, you know, where he come from, what, uh, what kind of stats he got behind him, but, uh, he's an unproven quarterback and he's going to be stepping into a, as a, as a starter for the, uh, Bears for weeks to come. And, uh, we don't know how long Cutler's going to be out. And and, uh, with this thumb injury and, uh, oh man, this is, this just, uh, it, it couldn't have happened at an untimely, uh, part of the season when they're they're trying to make a run uh for the playoffs and uh it, it you know it, it is what it is they don't have to try to get through it is the you know the strength of this team is their defense so you know this defense has been playing very well this year and they're going to have to continue that uh uh but they're in that division with the the beast of the green bay packers my lord they not they're just relentless with that uh with uh Rodgers at the quarterback back there man what uh what uh, uh, do you see them challenging Green Bay for that division No I don't I don't see them being able to beat Green Bay without a without a Cutler uh because you're going to have to score points to beat Green Bay Green Bay is going to put up at least 21 points on a good defense and if you if you continuously have to punt and you keep putting that ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands the way he's playing right now, he's at the top peak of his of his prime of his career and the peak of his throwing accuracy. And when you see a guy in that frame of mind and that mode, he feels confident about what he's doing on the football field. And then you add some good receivers to go with him. You got to score some points, and the Bears better pay Matt Forte what he's asking for. And, and, and run the ball and do a lot of short passes and keep him out of trouble. Because uh, if they get behind early in the game, you you see what uh, you know some of the games how they turn out. If you get behind and teams can pin their ears back and you take away the threat of the run, you're in big trouble. Let Emmett say on that one commercial as he said, "Boy, your stubble's in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> You better get some shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, man? In that same division with the uh, with the Vikings, in that same division, you have uh, AD Adrian all day. Peterson is going to be down for several weeks with that with that uh, high ankle sprain. They carted him off the field uh, 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 yesterday with a high ankle sprain and. You know, I'm just, uh, my heart goes out for the man, but hey, man, it is what it is, man. This is the NFL, not for long. He got this high ankle sprain against the Atlanta Falcons and, uh, it, well, uh, uh, it was the Raiders. It was the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders put him out, and then now he's facing Atlanta Falcons. It's questionable. Uh, so uh, he's going to be out for several weeks. It looks like because he went out on a cart, man. And uh, I sure yeah, hate to see you that. Know, as a as a as an offensive player that relies on cutting, and as powerful and as a, and, a, and as strong as he runs, you cannot perform at that top level that he's used to with the ankle sprain and being able to cut. You know, you might be able to come back in a week or two right straight ahead. But if you got to cut and put any weight on that thing uh, with the franchise player like he is, you don't want to rush him back and have that thing get worse. Yeah, if you do, you know, it's just like my man say, your stubble's in trouble, big fella. You ain't going to have to get some shaving cream, boy. 
<laughs> I tell you, man, we're going to take it right on down the line, man. You know, the Jets, Ryan, he was fined $75 for yelling at a profanity for to a fan. Man, what is his major malfunction, man? Did the man say something about him and his wife's toes? What you think? Man, is he eating Cheerios? What's wrong with him, man? He's going to go off on a fan. Did it? Did the man say something or do something to offend him? Do you know anything about that, Coach? Well, well one thing's for sure. When he finishes football, Big time wrestling is waiting on him for for the wrestling because he talks all the smack before the games and after the games and and, and I think that's part of his uh, that part of, that's part of his makeup and I think he's trying to fire his team up or or he's on that macho thing but his dad was the same way uh, Buddy Ryan you know we recall him slugging under the coaches his other assistants on the sideline and he'll he used to speak his mind. So he's cut from the same cloth, and I just I just think that uh, you know he's a guy that he doesn't mind doing that, paying that fine just to get the fans riled up. He feeds off of people not liking him or liking him, whatever. He he's just that type of individual. Wow, man! You know, uh, uh, Buddy Ryan, he act like he sure want to smack somebody in the mouth. I don't see I don't see uh, Rex want to slap nobody in the mouth because. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you know how these folks are nowadays, man. Smack me, I smack you back, boy. They don't play around here no more, big fella. Well, you know, he get. Up, I tell you what, he go up in them stands and 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 go after a fan. He'll be he'll be a lot lighter than seventy five thousand. He'll be uh, you know, Goodell will probably be forced to find him a quite a bit. Yes, sir. Hey, you got the Chiefs castle was placed on IR. Here we go back at these quarterbacks again. You know, uh, man, who is the backup for them, man? Good. All these quarterbacks in trouble, but you know what? That AFC is, is, is such a tight, tight race. We don't know who gonna come out of that AFC West, man. Other is it they're gonna be the Raiders, or San Diego, the Chiefs? Chiefs hasn't looked too good, uh, lately. What you think? Well, the Chiefs have been Jekyll and Hyde. They've been getting blown and rolled out of game forty to forty to, to seven, and we've seen some big scores being put up on them. And then they'll turn around and surprise you the next week and beat somebody we thought they were going to lose to. So we really haven't seen the consistency out of the Chiefs from week to week, and uh, they might be done with the Todd Haley. Uh, experiment when they brought him from the Cardinals from the Patriots over to the Cardinals and then he led the Cardinals to the Super Bowl and the next thing you know he was a head coach and I think we saw where a few of these head coaches that got these jobs were rushed they kind of rushed and put them in there a little bit earlier than they were ready and he's one of the guys just like the guy we saw at Denver last year he's around could be on his way out of the league so you telling me that uh, uh, Coach Haley is in the hot seat uh, even tonight as we speak? He's in the hot seat. I tell you what, he better wear two pairs of pants. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you sure know how to break them down like a shotgun. I tell you, hey, listen, they have the New England Patriots tonight, and you trying to tell me they don't stand a chance? They don't stand a prayer tonight of going against the New England Patriots. Yeah, I, I, the only thing that's going to help him <laughs> is the fact that he's got Romeo Cornell and 
the guy that was at Notre Dame, Charlie Weiss, yeah. as his offensive and defensive coordinators. They worked for Bill Belichick a number of years with the Giants and with the, and with the uh, New England Patriots. So they know uh, a lot more about Bill Belichick than a lot of people do. But when you don't have the horses and you can't keep up, you can't score touchdowns, you can't match touchdowns with, uh, with the New England Patriots, that's another team. If you can't score points and you, keep the, and you stay on the field, your defense stays on the field too long, sooner or later you're going to give up plays. And then your team, without a starting quarterback, He's going to make mistakes. Bill Belichick will send the blitz package after him, and it'll force him to make turnovers. They'll force him into turnovers. Yeah, man. You know, I look at that this squad here that uh, that uh, Brady is throwing to. Man, he got some. Uh, what are those called? The Smurfs from 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 the Washington Redskins days. Man, they they don't have any uh, uh, big statured type of uh, big receivers going out there to leaping over folks. And they got the the mighty mouses, the the uh, the, the field mouses out there going after them balls. Man, do do you do you think that is an advantage of uh, going against a lot of these corners out there in the NFL these days? Well, I like the bigger receivers, especially in the red zone. You see uh, Calvin Johnson and a couple of these other big receivers when you Plaxico Burris and these guys. When you get down in the red zone, you got a 5'9", 5'10", 5'11", maybe even six-foot corner, and then you got a 6'3", 6'4", and up in height receiver. All you got to do is put the ball up high, and you got your mismatch. But when you have smaller receivers, it's more of a quickness game. They rely on Wes Welker to uncover. They rely on more than their receivers, DK. Yeah. They throw to their tight ends more than they do their receivers. The biggest uh, guy, the biggest, re- the number one receiver for that team is Gronkowski from uh, the Arizona Wildcats. He got him a couple years ago. He was a he was a first first round pick out of Arizona, and they didn't ex- I didn't expect him to have this type of a career, but he's one of the leaders in touchdowns. Then they got Aaron Gonzalez, another uh, receiving tight end, and Ocho Cinco has not been heard from very much this year at all uh, to go along with Wes Welker. Yeah, and Brady's still on a good pace. Uh, he's still one of the quarterbacks on the pace to beat Dan Marino's record. But you know what, man, uh, uh, Ocho Cinco, man, I've seen him line up on the wrong side of the formation. I've seen him run a, a wrong route. Uh, he had a, he had probably his best week last week uh, when he played last week. So, and back to. Um, Gronkowski, I remember him over at U of A, the young man, uh, the, hadn't played a, hadn't played a lick, and then he had a, a awesome pro day, and ended up going in the freaking first round, and can you believe that? Boy, I tell you. But hey, we wanted to, I'm gonna tell, uh, ask you one thing about Hillis, man. What in the heck has Hillis done to piss everybody off and with the Browns, bro? What the hell happened to him? Well, Peyton Hillis, uh, he wants his money. He want to get paid. One. And he said if he don't get his green, he ain't going out there and he's not going to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have to take it in the pants, man. Well, listen, we want to come back with some more highlights and scores right after these minutes. We're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back, big fella, just like our old days. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. I, I have my special guest here, Coach Al Bubba Gross is with me today and you know I'm always glad to hear from you big fella you know we got uh, the Philadelphia Eagles squeaked by the New York Giants last night and you know what I didn't nobody gave Philly a chance to win this game I couldn't find nobody to take this one and I be dang my man my man came through uh you know I I'm me included I didn't take I didn't take the uh, Philadelphia Eagles to win this game, but they pulled it out over the Giants. Unbelievable! Vince Young came through in the clutch, and uh, and uh, uh, you know what, man? I I just uh, I just uh, as amazed as you are about this, but you're right. I didn't think that Vince was going to get it done. One, two. I thought it was crazy that they picked Vince uh, Vince Young up when they did, uh, and he's uh, come out hollering about the the, the dream team. He been he been trying. To backtrack that one ever since, hasn't he, Coach Al? You still there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know that dream team really goes to show that you don't. It's not about talent in football. Uh, you got to have a locker room that's together. You got to have guys committed to each other. You got to have guys guys playing together. And with all season program and the and the ability to have a long training camp, a mini camp. We're seeing the Philadelphia Eagles come out of the box struggling, or a team like Green Bay and some of the teams that are winning 
they've had, you know, players that have been together a while and the nucleus of that, they don't, it didn't take them that long to get back. Yeah, man, it's it's just uh, it's just amazing, man. They didn't miss miss much of a beat having uh, vi- uh, uh, my man Michael Vick out, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed that he was able to step right in and and have four days to practice and get uh, get his legs up under him and get this thing moving, this offense moving, and he did very well under the circumstances. All right, we have Tennessee uh, was beat by Atlanta, twenty-three to seventeen. That was no surprise. San Diego lost to Chicago. They tried to come back, but there was a I didn't see I didn't see much fight in that uh, in that game. And then uh, Seattle uh, uh, beats uh, St. Louis. That was a laugher. And then of course San Francisco just stomped all over Arizona, twenty-three to seven. You know what, uh, Coach? <clears throat> Uh, uh, they may be calling for my man's uh, job. They keep saying on the, on, on the news here that uh, uh, Coach is not uh, under fire here. He's not in the hot seat here in Arizona. But, uh, boy, they are not going to tolerate this much longer. He better pull it up. I'll pull a little wa- rascally wabbit out of his hat quicker than a hurry, big fella. All right, I'm back, DK. <laughs> I was, I've been wondering where you at, big fella. Yeah, this talk going online, but we, I'm back. Now, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I'm talking. I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers just stomped all over Arizona, 23 to seven, and you have Coach uh, Wisenhunt is uh, maybe in the hot seat here. Uh, although the uh, all reports indicate that he is not in the hot hot seat here in the media here in Arizona, but. The people here is not going to continue to tolerate this this lackluster of an effort that they displayed yesterday. Well, you know, we did see some bit of a, uh, a glimpse of of uh, hope in the way the defense played. Now we got the defense playing better. Now we got offensive problems. With uh, here we go with the quarterback situation again. You don't have Kevin Cobb in there due to injuries. You had Skelton who had played pretty pretty good up to this point, but when you run into a team that has got a good locker room, they got a coach who they're responding to. They're running the football. They played always been play, been able to play pretty good defense. They've got their quarterback playing air-free football where before he was throwing a lot of interceptions. And now you see those close games and those tight games coming down and San Francisco's winning them and Arizona still haven't solved. They haven't gotten the quarterback issue uh, solved to where it's, it's stabilized. It's going to be able to stabilize this team. So until they get that quarterback being a, uh, a position of strength, they're going to have trouble uh, in this league winning. Yes. Now, I, I thought uh, I thought the uh, safety position of AW made had Adrian Wilson had a really good game this past week. Uh, uh, how did you uh, grade out his play this week? You know, I like I, I saw parts of the game. I didn't see the entire game, but he is playing better. I saw him covering Vernon Davis, and he's he's still a half a step behind where he used where he was when he was in his prime as a Pro Bowl player. But I think it, he's coming off of his injuries. 
his uh and he's a guy who's not gonna complain about injuries. So I think he's starting to get his legs healthy, but he still has that playing with that torn bicep. And I gotta give him a lot of credit for going out there and, and playing and improving from week to week. And he's not he's not costing them points deep like he was uh last year. So that's an improvement. I gotta think that that's Ray Horton, who is a deep former defensive back in in the league himself, having a lot to do with helping that secondary out over over last year because their defense is their secondary play has gotten a lot better, even with the young guys that they have back there at the corners. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, uh, A.W. hasn't been, uh, A.J. Wilson has not been been healthy in the past couple of seasons, but uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at Matt here, our, 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 te- uh, our uh, uh, engineers. He's cracking me up. He's texting me and hitting me up, but but he's he's right on point. But you know what? A.W., you got to get healthy, man, and it's sometimes it comes a point where you're hurting, you're detrimental to yourself and the team, and this is when the coach has to be the coach and say, you know, what uh, we need to get another guy in here and uh, to to play and, and do a better job because right now he's not getting it done. Uh, but he had a better game last night, yesterday, and I've been paying attention to that. And, and, and along the lines with the Cardinals, I've been watching offensively is Benny Wells. I've been really critical of him in the past, and I'm still watching him. And he's he gave them some uh, some uh, what is it called? Uh, 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 bulletin board material this past week by by saying oh he really he really wants to step up to the challenge of of the of this uh highly ranked defense uh, the number one rate run defense in the league of of the San Francisco 49ers and he turned around and and, and shut it down after a few carries and you know what I'm I'm just so disappointed and done with this kid man uh, uh I want to see some production I want to see him healthy I want to see him run and be the guy that uh, they drafted him to be but in the past, he has never been healthy from Pop Warner on through college into the NFL. The guy has never finished a, a season at all at any level. What's your thoughts on that, Coach? Yeah, you know, injuries. Uh, some guys, you when you see a lot of injuries, you have to say, number one, is this guy taking care of himself off the field? That's the first thing you want to look at. Secondly, you want to look at his playing style. Is he a reckless? Is he taking a lot of unnecessary hits? Is he being hit a lot more than normal than than normal backs? He is more of a power runner, uh, but because of his size. So they're going to have to. Cardinals are going to have to make a decision. They let Hightower go. They featured Beanie Wells in the backfield. This is a this is a judgment year for Beanie Wells here with the. Arizona Cardinals because after three seasons, four seasons, if you haven't did done what a first rounder supposed to do, then you know it's time to jump ship. Uh, you know, there's always a bunch of new fresh guys coming out of college. You got to make a decision, and they did go after a second round back last season uh, in this year's draft. And let's see what this guy can do. Mix them in there a little bit. Protect yourself, and let's see what this guy, the backup, can do. 
Yeah, I, I don't know who that backup is, but I know uh, uh, they have Howling that can also run the ball, and they they have uh, they they brought in Taylor as well. But uh, Taylor is a veteran, and he's his better days are way behind him. So it, it, you know they're gonna have to put another rabbit out. They have to keep a you know, and they paying these guys a lot of a lot of freaking money, man. Come on, man. I want to see some production out of these players. Hey, let's get past that. Let's do, yeah. How about them Cowboys, man? Them Cowboys pulled out another one. I know it was an overtime against the the lackluster Washington, but they still a win is a win. Yeah, win is a win. Uh, the Cowboys are keeping pace with the uh, with the NFC East and the Giants. Look like the Giants were going to do something. And then they get beat by Philadelphia. And then now we see the Skins having trouble, uh, you know, winning football games after they started off kind of high. It's every, it's, it's a Cowboys division to lose, if you ask me. They, right. If they don't win this year, I don't, I don't know. Jerry Jones, I don't know what Jerry's going to do. He bought a new house, <laughs> got a new house for him, a new stadium. He got the best venue in, in football. He's still sticking with Tony Romo. They got a ton of running backs in and out of there. They got receivers up, you know, all the receivers you can ask for. I don't know why they can't win. Right. Well, you know, they got, they're, they're very talented ball club and, and they're starting to pull the thing back together here towards the second part of the part. Hello. On the second half of this season, so hopefully they pull this thing through. All right, man, we want to take a tic tac and bring it right back after these messages, and we're going to talk about some collegiate football coming right back after these messages, baby. Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. 
Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Awesome possum, we're back and we have uh Derek and I from under the helmet here. If you uh wanna call in to challenge anything that I've talked about uh uh in the last segment, please call us at eight 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 three four six nine one four four. All right, we have some collegiate uh collegiate uh standings to talk about here for the AP Top 25. We have the SEC is taking control of the one, two and three in the AP, both uh, BCS and AP top polls that we have LSU as number one, Bama two, and Arkansas as number three. And uh, rounding off the AP, uh, number four is Stanford along with Oklahoma State at uh, number five. And Virginia Tech is coming in at number six with Boise State at seven. Uh, and Houston at eight and Oregon dropped all the way from three down to nine after being beat by number 10, USC. And, uh, that's the top 10 there. And, uh, down here at uh, number 11 is Michigan State. 12 is Oklahoma. 13, Georgia and uh, 14, South Carolina. 15 at Wisconsin. 16 at, uh, Kansas State. And uh, number 17 is Michigan, 18 is Clemson, TCU at 19, and Penn State is rounds off number 20. We have number 21 is Baylor, and 22, Nebraska, the Lady of the Dome, Notre Dame at 22, 24. Uh, uh, we have two 22s, Nebraska and Notre Dame is at 22, and no 23 along with Virginia at 24, Georgia Tech at 25. That got to be a typo there. All right. <clears throat> With that said, you know, those are rounding off the, uh, uh, the top 25 in the AP. And, you know, that's, uh, that is something, uh, uh, to, you got to keep an eye on because the BCA, uh, BCS standings is going to determine who goes where in all these bowls that's coming up and we had some talk last week of uh, at the end of last week about the uh the, the BCS is uh, considering a playoff at the at uh, uh hopefully starting uh 2013 they want to start a playoff system so i'm just going to hold my breath until i hear something better cuz i don't i'm not sure if they're going to come through with that or not because they're going to uh, there is going to be uh, some grumblings and some fights about this. So we'll see. I'm, it's a wait and see for program for me. And that's why I'm going to, that's the, the stance I'm going to take with that. And, uh, that's, uh, that's what it is. All right. The Pac 12 
uh, is just fine in the uh, in the north, but boy, it's a hot mess down in the south in the Pac-12. So the Pac-12 is uh, all bundled up with with uh, USC as uh, cannot play in a uh, in a bowl game at nine and two. Uh, that leaves UCLA, Arizona State, and Utah fighting for that last spot, uh, to win the, the, the Pac-12 South. Now, that is, uh, brings about, uh, a, a, a very interesting scenario here coming in this weekend for, uh, regarding USC and UCLA across town rivalries playing again this week at, uh, at the Coliseum. And, uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh USC beating UCLA uh, what is that going to do to uh, Arizona State with Arizona State losing to UCLA and Arizona State will be uh locked in uh, to go uh to that uh, but they got to win out as well because they have one more game to play and uh they got to finish out with a win if not they do not win the uh, the South, the Pac-12 South. So that's that's the dilemma facing them uh, against Cal uh, Friday. So they better beat Cal, and <clears throat> and, uh, and and I believe they're at home. So this is going to be interesting when uh, this thing wires down over for the Pac-12. All right, uh, the SEC is holding down uh, number one, two, and three in the in the SEC. And boy, that just told, shows you the strength of the SEC. They are just so powerful and strong, uh, with being holding down one, two, and three in that conference. And that is just a beast of the Southeast, uh, conference down there with LSU, Alabama, and Arkansas. And don't leave out Auburn is not a bad ball club itself. Along uh, those lines, you also have Georgia and South Carolina and Florida in the mix as well down there in the SEC standings, and that is uh, the uh, the SEC East and the SEC West is how that things break down there in the uh, SEC. And then, of course, in the WAC standings, you got La Tech beat Nevada last week, and of course, La Tech is winning that pack uh, that 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 WAC stand uh, in the WAC stand. And uh, they're doing very well this year. And uh, just surprised me to see them beat uh, Nevada this year. But they pulled it through. My alma mater. I just couldn't. I just I was uh, amazed at that. All right. The Mountain West, you have the TCU is, is leading in the Mountain West at 9-2 with Boise State following behind. And Boise State is going to have to... Uh, Pull a little rabbit out. He had to get back up there in the standings, and then in uh, that uh, Mountain West standings. All right, that uh, Conference USA standings. You have Southern Mississippi at nine and two that leads that division, and you know this uh, Brigham Young is uh, in the independent standing is uh, is eight and three. So that's going to be. Uh, interesting to see where those lower tiers going to going to wind up at this year. Michigan State nine and two this year. Wow, they've been playing very well this year, and of course uh, they they shocked uh, Nebraska by beating them recently. Wow, it's this amazing year in football, and uh, I, I'm, I'm 
man, what's who's the sleeper that's going to come out of this uh, this thing this year and and just shock the world again? And it's, it's just uh, it's just have no clue on who it's going to be. And that's why we play on Saturdays and Sundays to see who's going to who's going to shock the world by upsetting a team that uh, is a contender to go to some big ball bowl game. And it's nothing is nothing is <laughs> nothing nice to see when uh, 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 these guys get upset and the, the fans are just crying for their for their beloved team. But you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles. If you uh, if you don't show up to play like Oklahoma's Oklahoma better show up to play or they will get upset. Because these teams are just gunning for you to knock you off of that number one and take control uh, of getting into some standings at the AP poll or the BCS poll. So you better show up and play and uh, and and and, uh, and put on a good show. Because uh, I tell you right now, they want to see the BCS uh, officials want to see you put on a good show as well. And uh, and that is. The whole truth, nothing but the truth. All right, the sleepers, uh, the sleepers here in this uh, a, this AP poll uh, is Baylor. I, uh, Baylor played one heck of a game this past week, and I had uh, no idea that they was going to show up and play like the way they did this past week. Unbelievable uh that they pulled out this victory this past week against, uh, uh, and they are. They are going to be playing as um, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, they beat they beat Oklahoma this past week, and unbelievable win that Baylor pulled out on Oklahoma this past week. And I loved it, loved it, loved it, and uh, I want to see more stuff like that. <laughs> All right, I believe. Uh, uh, I believe Baylor is going to be playing Texas Tech this week, and boy, this. Those Red Raiders, boy, they sure come to play. You better, better strap up your chin strap real tight and get ready to, uh, for some stuffing. Cause boy, somebody's gonna be the turkey and you're gonna get stuffed. I love it. This time of the year is all kind of jokes and games being played, but hey, none better than on the football gridiron. All right. We want to take a tic tac and bring it right back. Please come back and join us on this, uh, uh this last segment and, uh, we'll see you a few. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work 
to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Hedrick. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds barred i just think that the coach made a mistake crazy. <laughs> nfl mlb nba nhl speak up speak up or forever hold your mouth we ain't playing around here voice america sports You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we have a wonderful week of football coming up this week. Uh, you know, I tell you, this is uh, uh, going into the Thanksgiving weekend. It is nothing better than to have uh, just uh, none but abundance of football being played. And you know what? Uh, it's even better when you have Thursday night football. And they lead it. They start the whole month of November off with some Football on Thursday night football going into Sunday night football and into Monday night football. And boy, it's just a, it's that's that time of year. And then, you know what, uh, what makes it even better if, uh, if and when we have the NBA, boy, it's just an extravaganza type of year when you have the NBA alone mixed in with a little football. It, uh, it just makes for a really nice time of the year. All right. We have Thursday night coming into Thanksgiving evening. Uh, before you get into your, your turkey and stuffing, you have Green Bay, uh, teeing off, uh, in Detroit, uh, at 12.30 Eastern Time. And boy, that's gonna be a good one because the, the Detroit feels they are ripe to, uh, to upset Green Bay this weekend. And I have a tendency to agree with them. And then of course we got Miami at Dallas. And you know what? Uh, no matter what happens, everybody shows up to play the Dallas Cowboys hard. So at two, uh, at 4.15, Eastern time, we're going to have, uh, uh, the Miami, Miami, uh, tee it off in Dallas in, uh, in that big old beautiful stadium of theirs. All right. San Francisco is going to the Baltimore Ravens and that's going to be a bloodbath down there because in the defensive struggle, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if either one of them going to be able to score or score against each other because it's going to be another bloodbath and, of course, this uh, this game tees off right after the dinner time, so you can squeeze in your dinner during or uh, during that Miami Dallas game. That would probably be your best bet, baby. All right, going into Sunday, 
You have Houston at Jacksonville, and you have Buffalo at New New York Jets. I take the Jets. J E T S T S Jets Jets Jets. Cleveland at Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincy in that one. Minnesota at Atlanta. Of course, I'm taking Atlanta. Arizona at St. Louis. The way the Arizona Cardinals playing, I'll take St. Louis at this time. Carolina at Indy. Carolina is going to win that one. Tampa Bay at Tennessee. I take Tampa Bay all day. Chicago at Oakland. That's going to be a bloodbath with Oakland playing an awesome defense, and Chicago has the defense. Well, with Cutler out, you're going to have to get an edge to Oakland. Washington at Seattle. Boy, I give the edge to Seattle. Denver at San Diego. I'm <laughs> I'm not drinking the T-Bow Kool-Aid, so I'm going with San Diego. They're gonna get San Diego's gonna get healthy on this one. New England at Philadelphia. Oh my goodness, this is <laughs> I'm not gonna bet against uh, Brady on this one. I'm going with Brady. New England is going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I'm taking Pittsburgh is going to win the Sunday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs uh, on Sunday night uh, next week. All right, Monday night next week, we got the Giants at Nolens, and uh, I'm going to pick the Nolens Saints to to beat that game and to knock the New York Jets down even further. They they got a whole lot of ills to to get right uh, along with a running back. Hopefully they get him back, but if not, boy, they got a whole lot of problems to deal with down there. All right, we want to move on with uh, some more NFL talk here. You know, we we had uh, a number of uh, of things that take place this week. Um, with Rex Ryan getting fined for cussing out or, or using profanity towards a, fa- a fan, uh, uh, even even uh, Hillis has been out, and uh, you know the pathetic offense of the Cardinals, and boy, it's just a whole host of things. Now I have Benny Wells. Uh, I've been I've been uh, talking about Benny Wells for, for a number of weeks now, and I've been wanting to I want to get drink some of that Benny Wells Kool Aid and say he's the all, most awesome running back to ever play the game, but I can't say that. I cannot uh, fix my mouth to say that. Why? He, the man has not showed up and played well. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if he even ran for 100 yards this year. And and uh, until he does, uh, I'm I'm taking a stand and saying, you know, we're gonna have to. The Cardinals are gonna have to go out and get another quarter, uh, another running back. It's uh, enough is enough. Let's get a good bona fide back in that's going to stay healthy and give us some production at that position. Uh, uh, you know, no uh, point intended, big fella, but hey, uh, NFL stands for not for long. So you uh, get it right or make it tight, big fella. Come on now. It's that time. It is, uh, it's playoff time. It's time to show up, man. Just, you know, you got all off season to be hurt and, Man has hurt awful, uh, an awful lot. And I know these guys, these young players nowadays are also playing with, uh, with, uh, making the business decisions now with, you know, with their publicist and, and, and you have, uh, your, your financial investors and everybody else lined up. But man, you don't, you don't make, uh, you, this gonna be your first and last contract if you don't, Tighten this thing up and get out there on that field and play, big fella, because this is what you're paid to do is play football. All right. With that said, I want to say that, uh, 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 you know, we, 
we uh, lost Heavy D a couple of weeks ago, and and that was a big loss. And you know, it's uh, guys just falling off this earth. But you know, we got to keep it on, keep it on, big guy. And this is uh, that time of the year we got to be thankful for, thankful for what uh, what you have and and the people that's in your lives, because you don't you don't get no no do overs in this life. You have to take advantage of uh, all your opportunities. And I am thankful for all the family and friends I have in my life and even my engineering crew uh, in the office of Matt and the crew and the guys that back there in the office. I'm thankful for all the all you guys and Man, what a what what a wonderful time of the year it is to to be on the air to to give my opinions about what's happening in, in, in the lives of football, and I enjoy it. All right, now <clears throat> with all that said, I want to say that uh, ProFocus.com, uh, ProEdge, ProEdgePerformance.com, uh, 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 check that out for uh, DK Junior over there working people out in Chandler. We have Blueprint Education is where is where I'm employed, and I also have a uh, 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 Pop Warner, Pop Warner, azpopwarner.org is uh, also a a affiliation of myself and uh, my board members. All right, with all that said, we're gonna bring it back next week and have one heck of a week for you next week. So come on back and join us next week for some more football, baby. Happy Thanksgiving, baby. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.